What's poppin', y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin', y'all? Welcome back to the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your girl, I hope all of you guys are doing magnificent right now. Stop and just reflect real quick for a second. How are you? How How is your mental? How are you mentally? Seriously, stop and reflect on that. See, evaluate yourself. Um, I really feel like sometimes we as people, we so caught up in getting stuff done. We so caught up in doing this and that and being that wife, that girlfriend, that friend, that daughter, that mother, you know, we were so caught up in, or, you know, even with jobs too, caught up in our job life. We don't really take that time to self-reflect on ourselves. And, um, it's very, very, very important. I strongly believe that your mental health is a priority. You are a priority. Um, I, especially me being the person that always, um, puts myself first, um, for others, no, not puts myself first for others, but basically puts myself last in the sense of others. Like I will go the extra mile to make sure that the next person is okay, that they're doing fine, that they're good. But you have to also learn how to balance the two. Like, yes, you could literally want the best for someone. You could want someone to achieve their goals, live their best life. You can be that person with a big heart who wants to help everyone. That's totally fine. But you have to also keep that same energy when it comes to yourself. Because you can be helping someone and giving them the tools and giving them the the support that they need when whole time you're lacking and you're actually drained. You know, it's okay to take those moments and pauses in your life to reboost yourself, you know, like recharge, literally uh, separate yourself from the mix, get your mind right, get all of that right. It is totally fine to do that. And your body literally will thank you. You deserve that. We need to treat ourselves and our bodies like it is the most rarest thing that a person can find. Actually, it is the most rarest thing a person can find. We're all different. So, you know, you have to take care of your body, not just physically. Um, I think the reason why we are so quick to be um, really just want to take care of our bodies physically is because that is the, the thing that we can physically see. If we're overweight, we can physically see the extra rows on our bodies, okay? We can physically see the stretch marks. We can physically see that number on the scale that is telling us that, oh, uh, you overweight, boo-boo, you overweight, honey child. And we, you know, we you know, see the physical. So we automatically think, okay, physical health, I got to get right physically, physically. But we cannot forget mentally, man. We literally cannot forget mentally. And it doesn't even have to be, maybe you're not getting suicidal thoughts. Maybe you aren't um, lashing out at people, but evaluate the thoughts that you think, man. Evaluate the amount of times doubt crosses your mind. The amount of time fear crosses your mind. The amount of time, um, the amount of times that you know, negative thoughts, just negative draining thoughts cross your mind. That That's a part of your mental health. We aren't, we aren't supposed to uh, think these negative thoughts. Um, I know that it's kind of become a norm for some people because it was a norm for me at one point. So I just thought it was just how life is. You know, I just, that's just me. It's a part of my thinking process. But no, in reality, 
We are supposed to think these positive thoughts, a positive, a positive mind leads to a positive life. And, um, you have to really evaluate these thoughts. And, you know, sometimes we can get so caught up in our thoughts or it's, you know, mentally, since we haven't really evaluated ourselves mentally, when we, we think it's normal, we think that's just how it is. And that's just a part of life. And I'm here to tell you that, no, it's not that you have to look at yourself and evaluate yourself and, Find the things that you think are the norm that te- really aren't the norm, but they have subconsciously become a norm in your life because you haven't taken the time out to evaluate yourself. You haven't taken the time out to be still as much as we want to get work done. And I, ooh, I'm actually speaking to myself right now because I've been working, working, working. But as much as you want to get things done, as much as you want to be this hustler, this goal getter, as much as you want to do that, you need to make time for yourself in stillness. You need to make time to treat yourself. You got to make time to do things that you love to enjoy doing now yes i understand that like some people actually physically love to work some like some people like to do that but um you know and that might be true but you're still you're still putting your you're still making your brain work you're still making it think you're still making it process things calculate equations and all that so you know sometimes your brain needs a break sometimes your brain needs to just relax hey i just want to watch a tv show hey i just want to you know watch a comedy show or something i just want to laugh i just want to you know go on a vacation real quick or something i just need to musa like i i can handle all these things that we're doing but you know i need a break a little bit you know so definitely Take this moment to just reflect on your mental, write it down, think about it, and just make sure that you're working towards improving your mental because what the mind thinks the body follows. Um, but I'm really excited to answer your questions today. Like I said, well, like you guys should know by now, every Wednesday, I am answering and giving advice and answering questions and giving advice to my listeners who submit questions either via my Facebook, Instagram, or my Twitter page. Also guys, news, um, now, oh, this, my podcast is being streamed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, oh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now Spotify. So now you guys can definitely listen to my podcast on Spotify. I'm so excited. Like the little um, ad they made me and stuff was really cute. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, Spotify. But yes, guys, I'm really excited. I'm excited for the growth that this podcast is going on. And I'm just excited. I'm just really excited for the growth of my listeners. That's really the main the main goal behind this. I'm really excited for the growth that we all are going to endure together on this lifelong journey that we call life. <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna jump into these questions. Um, oh, but before I do that, really quick, I want to just re- um, go back and reference what we're working on this week this week we're just working on evaluating (laughs) we're evaluating the people that we are are around us our circle the things that we are entertaining because we have to see and we have to make a list of the things that can and cannot enter 2019 with us because if we just enter 2019 without really evaluating things right now then it's just going to be the same stuff the same patterns occurring in 2019 and we want 2019 to be the year of new beginnings a fresh start so therefore we have to evaluate things we have to make the ceo business decisions over our lives to cut some people off to end some contracts with some people and some things and some jobs and some schools or whatever it may be whatever it applies to you in your life we have to cut and end the contract with contracts that we've made with people or with things in our lives and we have to now dish out new contracts that we want to um hand out and sign in our lives for 2019 um so yes let's uh jump into 
the first question okay i have here oh sorry i don't know why my i'm out of breath like i just ran a mile or something i need to get it together okay what advice would you give to someone who is learning how to be confident in their own skin parentheses me lol <laughs> um what advice would i give to someone who's learning how to be confident in their own skin i think first and foremost would just be remember that there's only one you out here that should be all the confidence you need because it's like the only thing in life that you can be perfect at is being yourself. And sometimes we try to compare ourselves to others. So it's like, but I kind of do this this way. But that person does that what I do this way. They do it a different way. And it's okay. Find the beauty in the differences between us. We try to like, we see the differences. See, the thing is, we see the differences between us, right? But instead of us using those differences for the good of ourselves and for the good of our life, we use it to kind of belittle ourselves and say, well you know something must be wrong with me I'm not I don't fit in or I'm not I'm this way that person's that way and you know this is different and we have to use different differences as that booster as that fuel that that's where the beauty comes in that's where you'll be confident um in your skin at because it's like okay I'm this is me this is how this is what I like this is how I operate this is how I do things and you only you can be confident in that and it's like if you're not confident in your own skin if you're not confident behind what you're doing here in this world here in this world then how can anyone else see potential in you how how can you expect people to you know see that in you how can you expect people to invest in you if you can't even invest in yourself and one of those main investments is being confident See, when we say invest in yourself i know um typically we think money but we have to remember guys that there's there's more to there's more than just money it's more than just the physical you know it's 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 spiritual too guys so confidence um you know and walking in a room even if you feel like on the inside that you don't feel like you don't you don't know if you're gonna get this position or this this job or whatever the case may be and just throwing out a scenario right here so you're about to enter this job or whatever this interview you you, you kind of scared or whatever but you walk in that room with straight up confidence other people can sense your confidence. So when you walk in confidence, even though you know you got some things you got to, you know, still got to work on with within yourself, you got some things that, you know, you still working on, you, you're not perfect, none of us are. But if you walk in a room and you're confident, that people can sense that. And once people can sense that, they can go off of that, you know? So learning how to be confident in your own skin, you have to first fall in love with the differences. Um, the, You have to fall in love with the things that, make you up you know the things that you like about yourself and also the things that you don't like about yourself use your flaws and fall in love with them take the time look in the mirror point out your flaws write down your flaws in a journal a sheet of paper something realize put it to put it to the forefront of your brain your memory your consciousness put it to the forefront and evaluate it evaluate it speak it out and say i love blank blank being whatever is your flaw I love this about myself. I love this. Because at the end of the day, yes, we all have some flaws. We all have some things we got to work on. We're not all perfect. None of us are perfect, period. But you have to remember that we are perfectly imperfect. So that's one thing that helped me boost me to my being confident in my own skin. Because it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect. So I need to let go of this thought in my head that I need to be perfect. And I need to have confidence in my shortcomings. I need to have confidence in my failures. I need to have confidence in my mistakes. Um, because... You know, 
it's 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 all a part of the journey and <laughs> to answer your question even literally literally I had to learn how to be confident in my own skin mainly because I am Nigerian I'm Nigerian American right I know it probably doesn't look like it because of what the lightness this the pigmentation of my skin and I I first first and foremost guys I am a big family type of person I love family um I'm oh my gosh, I will do anything and everything for my family. I'm a big family woman, okay? And, you know, my parents are Nigerian immigrant parents. And, um, you know, uh, they came to America years ago. We They legal, they, they're documented everything. <laughs> but um, I love you, mommy and daddy. Love you guys. But um, I have a lot of my families in Nigeria. I have, you know, family out here too, but, you know, I, me and my brother are the lightest, literally the lightest, um, the lightest people in the whole family. And I naturally stick, like we naturally just stick out. I'm literally the black sheep of my family. (laughs) And it's funny because it's a black sheep, but whole time I'm light skinned. But I used to like low key have self-esteem issues with that. I used to be high key insecure about my skin color because I just felt like I didn't fit in with my family I felt like and I'd always get the question growing up are you albino to answer y'all questions no I'm not albino um but I just always felt like especially being not living in Nigeria not growing up there just only visiting um I always just felt like an outsider of something that I was a part of I always felt like I just never was fully a part of um the culture or the family because of my skin color and I'm I'm living in America. I have this American accent, even though I can talk in a Nigerian accent. Um but I always just felt like the outsider and it was so and when I would go there, when we'd go to Nigeria, I'd always kind of be like not so confident in my own skin. I'd kind of be insecure about it because I'm surrounded by all darker toned skin people. And I was just like, I wish I had darker skin. I wish, you know, I had this. And I remember one day, one day my, my cousins was, you know, the people would crack jokes and all the time people would call me Onyibo, Onyibo. Onyibo means white. So, um, they call me Onyibo all the time. I get that called here too sometimes, like Onyibo. So, you know, my cousins would just, one time I remember they were just like making, they weren't making fun of me like, haha, you white, you light skin. But you know, they was cracking some jokes, you know, and I was trying my whole time, the whole trip to, you know, it's okay, it's okay. But at some point it literally was hurting me because I wasn't fully at a stage yet in my life where I was comfortable, you know, being the light, lightest person in my family, you know, and genetics. Um, But, you know, so I lashed out and I'm just like, you know, it's not fun. And I just remember crying and I just run off to a room and just start crying because I just I just hated feeling like I was like I was an outsider. And I remember when my dad was telling me that he had to go through the same thing growing up and that, you know, it's fine. It, find the beauty in it, you know, and use it to your advantage. Yeah, you're light skin. Yeah, you may not have the same skin complexion as everyone else around you in the family. Yeah, everywhere you go, especially in the country of Nigeria, where it's mostly darker skin people, not like chocolate dark skin, but like, anyways, it's a range. It's a range of, it's a range of, um, skin shades, right? But, um, my skin complexion is basically the lightest. Um, that you typically see in Nigeria. But, you know, my dad was just saying, you know, it's a part of who you are. You know, you can't take that away. And, you know, 
people there's people who literally look to you and think that's beautiful like you you stand out to people and I and just that talk with my dad about it you know knowing that he went through the same thing when he was growing up as well um it just made me feel like you know what you're right I need to be confident in this skin that I'm in literally I had to be confident in my own skin literally I had to teach myself that and I started doing it so I just started embracing my light skinness so I'm like yeah my name is Jasmine I'm a light skinned Nigerian I'm an Igbo girl a proud Igbo girl from Emo State um I had to own it you literally have to own it you have to own yourself you can't let the opinions of others sometimes with the negative things your mind tries to tell you about yourself you can't let those things dictate who you are and how you feel about yourself and how you walk here in this world point blank period use it to your advantage and now you know now people say oh you're light skin or you know they make the light skin comments and it's like yeah i am and I'm still proud and I'm still I'm still a proud Nigerian girl, period. And you have to just disregard what anyone thinks about you, disregard what anyone says about you, disregard what sometimes the negative things you try to say about yourself, because sometimes we can be our worst critics at times. Let's be honest with ourselves. We can. And you just have to be confident and love the body that you're in, even though even if you if even if you're not necessarily 100 percent loving it at the moment, just repeat it to yourself. Say it in the mirror. I was I tell you all the time when I was big, I would go in the mirror, look at myself in the mirror, look at my roles, look at my stretch marks, look at all that. And still tell myself, you're beautiful. I am beautiful. This is beautiful. I love my body. I was speaking all of this. It's called the mirror trick. It works. And subconsciously, you're tr- you're treating your subconscious into believing it. And eventually, you're going to believe it. And it is, it's the truth. And you have to believe it. You have to repeat these things to yourself. Sometimes, you know, it comes with you speaking these affirmations over your life. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like a spell. Like, you know how we say there's magic here in this world i really do believe that this is what magic is you are creating and shaping your reality so if you know deep down you want to be a confident person be that confident person if you can think it it can definitely come to pass the manifest we are creative beings our minds are creative our minds our imagination come on now so we can achieve whatever we literally can possibly think of and you can literally use this to your advantage or to your disadvantage if you it depends what do you want to think of do you want to think of all the negative things and the negative possibilities and outcomes that can happen or do you want to think of all the positive things that can happen you know so being confident in your own skin is truly a beauty. It takes practice sometimes, but literally understand that you're, we're all different. I had to realize that I'm different. This is who I am. So I got to own this light skin of mine. I got to own this talkative personality of mine. I got to own this humor of mine because I got dry humor, sarcastic. I got it all. I could literally be a comedian. I really believe so. And own it. Own it because there's only one you out here in this world. So you have to be the best you possible. Because the only thing that, that's going to remain here when you die is your name. So make that name for yourself in the way in which you want it to be. I hope that answered your question, love. Next question is, might be a dumb question, but do you need to journal to manifest? Okay, I'm sorry. Might be a dumb question, but do you need to journal to manifest things into your life? 
First and foremost, that is not a dumb question. There's no such thing as a dumb question. I know sometimes people try to counter argue with that, but a question is a question. And you know, a dumb question is just the opinion of someone else, but that question could have been very life-changing or important to you. So never think that something is a dumb question. Never be afraid to ask questions. And um, yeah, so that's just number one. When it comes to manifesting and um, journaling, I personally am, I'm not a journaler. Like I, I, I journal here and there, but it's not something that is consistent. And um, also with that, you don't have to. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Um, so whatever you speak, your words have power. So yes, your words uh, physically on a sheet of paper can manifest things into your reality just as much as you literally physically speaking out loud into the universe, whatever you want, that can manifest things too. Your thoughts can manifest things as well. And that's why it's so important to be in control of your thoughts and watch watch the thoughts that um, you are thinking um, because what you think can manifest and, and um, come to pass in your life. But no, you don't need to journal um, to manifest things. If you choose to journal, if you like journaling, then obviously do that. But journaling is not the only way in which you can manifest things into your life, a.k.a. your reality. Um. Okay, uh, next question. I have this friend that low-key has some negative vibes attached to him. I didn't know, well, I don't know if I should just separate from the negative energy or confront him about it. Um, it's really up to you. Um, if you don't know if you want to keep this negative person in your life, um, sounds like you kind of, let me reread this question. I have, I have this friend that low key has some negative vibes attached to him. I don't know if I should just separate from the negative energy or confront him about it. Um, honestly, my always, I always would love to separate from negative energy. I just personally don't want to be around it. I just, I don't, don't have time for it. I just feel like why surround yourself around negative energy when there's so many positive um positive energy holding high vibrational holding people out here in this world you know i feel like you're kind of cheating yourself when you are when you surround yourself with positive vibrational people or positive people positive energy people when you surround yourself with them a shift literally takes place and you you guys kind of bounce off of each other and it's just a great feel um i definitely believe this is your friend so I definitely would have that conversation with him about it. And it's not necessarily for him to literally explain himself or like for y'all to work something. I mean, maybe he can. Maybe he doesn't even know. Maybe he's subconsciously being this negative person and he has no complete clue that he's, you know, doing. He may be so caught up in his matrix or illusion or reality that he has picked within himself that he doesn't even see what he's doing um, on the real forefront. So, you know, if you have, if I think you should confront him first. I don't think you should just ghost him completely. But I feel like if after the confrontation, if nothing changes, protect your energy protect your energy at all costs it may suck because y'all probably may have history and or whatever the case may be but if he's a negative person especially after you confronted him about it then not nah, he gotta go now if you are completely over the friendship and you just you, you're at a point where you just want to you know separate yourself from the negative energy i definitely would not confront him in like a negative way but be like hey i just personally am at this point in my life where i cannot continue to be around 
negative draining people so it's all out of love but I don't think me and you can like be as close anymore because your energy to me is just something that's toxic in a way in which I'm just trying to protect my energy and it's really important to me the person I'm trying to become is very important so I have to protect that person I'm trying to become at all costs so I have to kind of distance myself it's all love I don't hate you there's no beef but I just cannot continue to be around negative energy and you know let him know like that if that's the route you want to take but definitely have the conversation with him don't confront him like hey you negative like uh you know you don't want that to rub back off, off, up on you but just have that honest honest conversation communication is literally everything but you know if it's still there if it's if he still hasn't changed then I definitely would you know sub subtract yourself from the equation of when it comes to negative energy being around you last question for today is hey jazz i need some help what do you think about being friends with an ex my boyfriend isn't having it but i truly consider my ex a friend man i i i, I um i um your ex your ex okay i i think i honestly think that there's nothing wrong with being friends with your friends with an ex i don't know why in today's society we see people like nah you know i, I don't associate with my ex i don't like my ex uh-uh or you know my ex can die for all i care all this horrible negative stuff and i mean it depends i mean i know it's the re it's the it is the um, narrative that um, they try to shadow over us and try to make us think that we shouldn't, um, you know, be in touch with our exes. But we have to remember that people break up for different reasons. Not everyone breaks up on negative terms, you know. And if you and your ex are friends, maybe, and this is what I say, like, not all breakups have to be bad breakups. People can grow apart. People can... Uh, People, it's, it's a lot that comes in with breakups. Not all breakups is the typical, oh, he cheated or she cheated or, you know, this narrative that we try to uh, put on every single relationship that we know or come across. When it comes to you, if you and your ex have a genuine friendship, I just personally believe that your boyfriend should understand that. Your boyfriend should, you y'all should be at a trust level and so the point where he knows that you are not going to overstep your boundaries and cheat on him and vice versa. Because, I mean, it's all kind of like an insecurity thing at the end of the day. He's He doesn't know if you guys will reconnect, rekindle, kiss, or, you know, cross that line. And, you know, he's just worried about that. But I feel like he shouldn't be worried about that if he knows the type of woman that he has and vice versa if he knows the type of foundation and where the strength of your relationship as is already he shouldn't be worrying about that you know um especially no offense but especially if you and your ex obviously you knew your ex before your boyfriend I'm assuming I don't know 100% but I mean there's history there and maybe yeah you and your ex didn't work out in a relationship but you guys were great friends so that friendship obviously means something to you and you know that's a friendship that you don't want to go to waste you know what I mean you don't want to just end that friendship because of a relationship and you know maybe it's just going to be some new boundaries you're going to have to put on your friendship maybe y'all not going to be able to hang out like how y'all used to all the time or do certain things that y'all used to do together in respect to your new relationship but at the same time I feel like you cutting your ex completely off just because of your boyfriend because he does he's not having it i don't understand it at the end of the day yes you are and relationships come at compromise 
They come, you have to compromise. So I, I don't say throw the whole relationship away because that is, that's not compromisation. That is just him saying what he wants and you just giving in the whole way. That's not compromising. If this friendship means something to you, let him know that. Let him know, okay, we didn't work out in a relationship, but this is my friend and I can't give up this whole friendship. I'm, I won't give up this whole friendship. Let him know this. Ladies, we have to also... Be firm in what we say. I know sometimes our our significant others try to tell us stuff and we just, okay. I know it's, it's submissive. You can be submissive, but you have to also know your role as a woman too. You can't just be submissive to the point where he's di- dictating your life and controlling you. And I'm not saying that he is. I'm just, you know, speaking for all my listeners here that are tuned in. But you you compromise. So say, I, I won't give up this friendship. But what I can do is I can limit the time I talk to him. I can limit the the type of activities we do together when it, whether it comes to hanging out. I'll limit it, limit and set some boundaries when it comes to how the time of night we talk or whatever. But honestly to me, I just feel like relationships period. I just I think a healthy relationship is when my significant other knows that I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize our relationship. So therefore, it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if I'm on the phone with a friend at 11 o'clock p.m., 12 a.m. This is my friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't understand how sometimes in relationships guys are like, uh-uh, you can't have no you can't have no phone calls from no guy after after nine o'clock. What y'all got to talk about? life what do you mean what do we have to talk about I feel like you can't just limit me into doing into talking to certain people at certain time frames and certain things but this is all up to you but this is just personally me I just feel like a healthy relationship is we know we know where we stand we know what what it is and what it ain't okay we know that we're not gonna cross the line and cheat on each other or do anything like that and we're still going to do things even when we're not with each other even though we're not physically with each other say if you're with your friends you're not going to do anything to disrespect or jeopardize your relationship and let him know that let him know that he's the one that you love and that he has nothing to worry about and this is your friend and that you know this is just a friendship that means a lot to you. You know, friendships really go a long way. And, you know, he shouldn't be have any insecurities or doubts or fears about that. You know, he should just trust you. If he truly trusts you, he will let you do that and do just that. So, you know, I know guys, guys sometimes just need that extra talk because you know how a guy's mentality is. Uh-uh, I don't want nobody getting near my woman. Uh-uh, I ain't having it. But at the same time, we have to understand that we are human beings. We have relationships with other people. Um, Relationships don't just have to be romantic relationships. You know, friendships are, you know, very important. If you guys are, if you're friends with your ex, maybe that's just how it was supposed to be from the get-go, you know? So you don't want to jeopardize that whole relationship just because of this new or this romantic relationship that you're in, you know? Don't jeopardize it. Uh, Find a way to compromise and don't give up your everything that you want to fulfill his needs that's not compromising that is surrendering Whoo, man i loved answering these questions this week guys this was really fun as always though right um i just want you guys to know that you are in control of your life point blank period there's a lot of people out here who just i see are victims of their own life and i don't like that don't be a victim of your own life don't I mean you can you can you can get all the tools you need you can listen to this podcast read all the self-help books watch all the YouTube videos do whatever you can do all of that but if you aren't going to put in the action you 
you physically putting behind action, if you're not going to do it, then your life isn't going to move anywhere. You're just obtaining all this information and not doing anything with it. So you can't complain about how life is going for you if you're not physically doing the action into creating the life that you want you know you have to physically do something you have to make a change you have to actively apply whatever tools and resources that you're obtaining you have to apply it to your life if you're not going to apply it into your life if you haven't applied it to your life then you can't complain you cannot complain and the thing is the people who the crazy thing is the people who have applied it to their life they're not complaining why because it works because they've seen the change they've seen the shift that has taken place so the only people that can that are complaining are the ones who haven't applied it you know don't be the victim of your life things don't happen to you they happen for you life is always working in your favor the more that you try to make it seem like life is this complex thing and life is just out to get you and life sucks and life never works in your favor the more harder life will be for you the more complex life will be for you life is literally practical i was just saying this on twitter that you know, when I, I used to, when I give advice sometimes, I'd be like, you know, I know this sounds cliche, but, and I'm realizing it sounds cliche because it's so practical. All these things are so practical. The keys to us living the best life we've ever dreamed of are so practical. It's so in front of our face. We've seen these tools. We've been handed these tools. We've been handed the keys already, but some, some of us are too caught up in being the victim of our own lives to even see that these are keys and they're, that, that they're too caught up to uh, being the victim in their lives that they're, they can't even see the keys presented right in front of them. They are too caught up being the victim in their life that they don't put in the work or apply what they've learned. And it's time to apply it. Literally, we have the, the answers are all over us. They're, first of all, they're within you they're within you but even if you don't even want to do the soul digging literally we have podcasts like this other podcasts out there we have the internet google saying you know them the the people who actually did the work who put in the work they are giving uh, you the resources into living the life that you want and still still people abuse uh this this gift this these resources these tools these tips these wisdom notes these knowledge like we just some people just oh, okay and then still go behind closed doors or still complain about how life sucks and how their life is this and their life is that the tools are right in front of you to live the life that you desire and live and if you think oh no it's not gonna work then you're just choosing to be the victim i really believe that there's some people out here who are just choosing to be the victim because it's it's so easy it's so easy to just remain where you're where you are not put in any work and blame other people around you and your situations and blame and blame blame basically it's easy to not put in the work and just blame 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 it's so easy so shout out to the people who are actively seeking change, who want to change and are putting in the work. Shout out to you guys, man, because not everyone is doing that. So just know that what you're doing, you need to, even though you might not be exactly where you want to be the right now at this exact very moment, but commend yourself for where you are right now. It still deserves some recognition. You have to, you have to give yourself the credit every step of the way because there's some people who have not even taken that step 
and it's no shade but it's it's just some people who have who are okay with being the victim it's so it's some people who are just so caught up in this reality that life is just never working in their favor and life just doesn't want to see them succeed and that life is just this and that it's so many people who are just okay with blaming life and their situations around them and instead of taking control taking control of the authority that has already been given to them here on this earth, you know? So shout out to y'all, man, who are making things happen, who are working on change, man. I believe in change and you can do it most deaf. So I will see you guys this Sunday in the new episode. Stay tuned, share this with some friends, subscribe to this podcast and also rate it. Um, And yeah, guys, I just love y'all. This is going to be a great week. Let's finish 2018 real strong, all right? Because 2019 is going to be the year of abundance and overflow. And I don't know if y'all are ready, but y'all gotta get ready, okay? Okay, I love y'all so much and I'll see y'all Sunday.